The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back to Stories from the Sidelines. We're going to jump right into this episode because I'm so excited to have our guest on today, um, a former athlete of mine, uh, coacher in sh- uh, shot and disc at Kenmore East. Um, been trying to get her on for a couple weeks now, but she's too busy doing her thing in sports, doing her uh, playing at St. John's Fisher, doing track season. Uh, the one, the only Miss Lindsay O'Brien. Lindsay, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm I'm so excited to have you on. I know we've been talking a little bit whether we were going to get you on Zoom or we were going to get you to come into the studio. Thankfully, you were home for break and uh, we were able to get you on. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm I'm honored to be here. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, we're going to do our coming in hot section, Lindsay. I don't. Did you have a chance to watch that that whatever pitiful Bills? Thing on on Sunday. Ah, uh, see, it's it's heartbreaking because I was actually going to go to the game for a second. I woke up that morning and I said, you know, I was with my friend Serena and we said, wait, should we go to that game? <laughs> but we didn't end up going. And um, no, I actually was busy. I had um, a practice and then I was doing my homework. And then later that night, I checked the score. I was like, oh yeah, you know, they had that one. They definitely won. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not even close. I had not checked my Twitter feed, so you know if I had checked Twitter before, I would have heard it all over my feed. But yeah, I just checked the score, and I was like, "That's a tough one." And it wasn't even the fact that it was a loss. I mean, whatever. Every team loses every now and then, but they just looked horrible on every yeah. side of the ball. And and I was looking to go to the game as well too. I had gotten my COVID shot on Saturday. I was like, all right, I'll be fine. And Sunday I just woke up. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm just not feeling it. Let me just watch watch a victory at home. And I don't know what I, what I felt worse after getting the COVID shot, the third booster, <laughs> or after watching that game. It was yeah. just – it was ugly from yeah. top to bottom. Yeah, I mean, just look at the score. I mean, here I am saying I didn't watch it. All I had to do was look at that score, and I said, damn, they got spanked. What happened there? <laughs> Big time. Big time. Outplayed, outcoached, out everything. Yeah. Um. So that that's my coming in hot segment. I mean, they're playing Thursday. Please, please, I, please. I, I we can't, need a victory. I can't handle another Patriots championship no. season, and they're no, looking no, pretty no, good. No, no, they're looking good. So we need to win today. We need to, or not today. We need to win Thursday. We need to win the following Monday. Let's get and back on track. Going, yeah. Let's get back yeah. on track. All right, but Linz, that's why. That's not why we brought you in here. We brought you in here to talk a little sports, talk a little action. Now, um, you weren't. Always the uh, the budding uh, shot put superstar. That's you true. you started off. Uh, I know I, I I had you for soccer. Um, what came first? Was it soccer or basketball that you really got into big first? It would be soccer. I started playing soccer. Gosh, uh, even before I started school, really probably like four. So you were young. Yeah, now, did you always – I know you played goal in high school. Were you always a goaltender or did you play no, the field as well? I actually loved being an offender. Um, an op- really? A forward? Yeah, I loved being a forward. And um, 
I loved running, being fast, all that. And then I guess, I don't know, it just changed over time. <laughs> when when did you get into goal? Do you remember like how about how old or what grade you were when you started playing net? Yeah, so I was probably, when I uh, started travel, uh, doing travel soccer, probably when I was around like 12, um, I, you know, we, we would all rotate at that point. It was kind of like that thing you had to rotate in goal. You know, you had your little turn in goal, but I actually started to like it. So my coach was like, okay, we don't have to really take turns anymore. You know, they used to call every, every coach has always called me O'Brien. They never called me by my first name. O'Brien has now stepped up to, to be goal. So you guys are fine. So everybody else is off the hook. Yeah, so <laughs> my friends were kind of happy with me. Like, Ooh, she, she bit the bullet, I guess. But then I actually started to like it. So I just kind of kept with it. That's awesome. And I know you played the ranks J, uh, modified JV. Or mm-hmm. did you play? You didn't play modified. Did you go I, straight to JV? No. So I did play it my seventh grade year. I okay. Um, then JV, varsity. Um, and I know by the end of the year, you know, you were you were one of the better goaltenders um, in the NFL, which was Thank fantastic. You. Thank you. Um, so when did uh, when did basketball then really kick in? So basketball started third grade. Okay. Um, that was when the league started in the area. Um, so I've been playing since then. Okay. And then was it something that, uh, you know, you're, you're tall. Was it something that, hey, you know, one of your phys ed teachers or a coach or, hey, you're tall, you should be playing basketball? Or was it something that you just, I like the game, I watch it on TV, I want to get into it? So, or a little of both. So it was a little bit of both, but also my family had a lot to do with it, too. Um, my family is just a big basketball family. I grew up always watching basketball. Um, my grandfather was a basketball coach for um, their local high school. So it's always just been a big sport um, in our family. Uh, and when I grew up to be a little taller, I said, you know, hey, maybe I should give this a try. Um, and it just kind of took off from there. That's awesome. And it's funny that just how sometimes – just trying something. Yeah. And next thing you know, I know there's been uh, bowling was one thing. I I was a bowler back in the day when I was, you know, five, six, seven years old. Didn't think I would like it at all, but just picked up a bowling ball, did bumper bowling. Like, this is pretty cool. Right. Kept going, kept going, <laughs> kept going. Um, eventually stopped because, well, soccer, I was getting better into soccer. So, but that's that's a podcast for another time. <laughs> but just simply trying something. Yeah. For whatever the reason. Um, so that's great. And then, um, of course, seventh grade, uh, coming in as a as a young shot putter. Uh, I remember that first practice, that first, <laughs> you know, we would run the hallways first, but just thinking like, wow, this girl's big. She's got the she's got the uh, the legs and everything to be a shot put thrower. And I I can't remember if I went up to you and asked if you wanted to do it or if, you know, I just asked, hey, does anybody want to throw shot and disc? And you came to me. Do you remember? Um, I remember, yes. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt immediately, but I remember this specifically. You actually came up to me. I wanted to run very badly. And I went <laughs> I went to the first track practice. All my friends were like, come on, just give it a try. My sister, who is obviously a great um, runner, mm-hmm. um, was like, come on, Lindsay. Like, you got to give it a try. And I was like, oh, whatever, whatever. So, you know, I go, I go. And then you came up to me and I was like, all right, that kind of sounds cool. I gave it a try. And now look at me so it just again it just you know just have fun with what you're doing you know while you can while you're in a while you're in an atmosphere like high school sports you can just give anything a try you know if you're if you're willing to to work hard absolutely <laughs> and then seventh eighth ninth grade I mean with you it was great coaching you because 
I mean, you always see as a coach, you always see the progression of the athlete, you know, whether it's they start super high and they get higher, higher, or they start from, you know, bare bottom, nothing, and they keep getting higher and higher and higher with you. It was so awesome. And we've talked about this before where, I mean, there were times, especially as an eighth, ninth grader, where whether we're in the weight room lifting, whether we're out on the track doing um, different techniques, we're getting ready to wrap it up. We're getting ready to to pull everything in, and you're still in the pit, <laughs> coach. Well, look at my back foot, coach. What am I doing on my flick, coach? What am? And it's another twenty, thirty, forty minutes later. But like Lindsay, I got to get home. It's past my bedtime. Come on, let's wrap this up. Mom's beeping in the car. You got to yeah, go. Right. <laughs> um, but I I love that. I mean, it, you as a coach, it was so fun you um i don't want to say you never get an athlete but you can just tell it's it's great when you get that rare athlete that not only gets better but they want to get better and they want to get better and it was so much fun coaching you at that time thank you um now i say seventh eighth and ninth grade because well (laughs) we all know what happens 10th and 11th grade (laughs) we'll we'll get into this right away um I remember I was so excited coming in 10th grade season. I had not started coaching indoor yet, so I was just coaching outdoor, going to the spring, and the first day of practice I get there, one of the coaches, Monahan, Lindsay's not throwing. What do you mean she's not throwing? Get that kid over here. She's throwing. No, she's not throwing. She tore her ACL, blew out her ACL. Um, talk about that a little bit. Um, now, that I, the first one was it powder puff or was that the that was the second one. that was the second one we'll get into the second one later but tell us a little bit about uh the first time blowing out the acl so it must have been basketball then yeah it was basketball um it was like the first day of tryouts i was so excited you know ready to come out um for my what was it yeah it was my 10th grade year um you know kind of coming off that freshman sort of um kind of year where you're just getting used to things you know being being a freshman in high school um you know being in high school now and being in high school sports um so I was really ready to get my career kind of going um and you know what happened uh, I was actually going up for a rebound and I got hit midair and I just remember falling and I just remember my knee like actually dislocating. And I remember like, I'll never forget the sound of like my knee dislocating. I won't get too graphic. I'll stop there with the graphics, but <laughs> it's a sound it's that just, nobody wants to yeah, hear. Yeah, You'll just, it's something you'll never remember. And it's kind of like something like that's kind of like always just stuck in my mind. But I think the hardest part was just spending so many months away from like what I had known my whole life up until then, you know, ever since I could run, ever since I was able to run, I was doing something, you know, I was picking up a ball and throwing it at my sister's head. Like I was doing, you know what I mean? Like I was just always running around. I've always been a crazy, crazy person that just never stops moving, you know? Um, So being told I had to not participate in sports, being told I had to, not even be able to be on my two feet all day. Um, you know, it was just it was just such a change of life. And I was only 16. I mean, I was so young and I just kind of had to find ways to get through, you know, and I kind of held on to the fact that this is temporary. You know, maybe there is going to be one day that I can walk back out into the circle, throw that shot put again, throw that discus, discus again, step out onto the basketball, basketball court and run, you know, save another soccer ball and you know I just kind of always cling to that you know like I had to 
you know, to get me through. And I would talk to my teammates, um, you know, like from the sidelines and everything like that and just always encourage them. That was a big part of, you know, having having to be injured. You learn so much about your teammates and yourself. Um, you learn a lot about how important the dynamics of a team are because you sit and you're watching, you know, so you you're not participating anymore. You're now an outsider. I mean, not, yeah. com- not completely because you're still on the team. Yes. But for my case, especially I was out for seasons on end. So it was I was an outsider, you know, so I had to really become a, I don't want to say a coach, but more of like a mentor to my, you know, to my teammates. And I, I really took that role, you know, like when when there was some tears to be had, my teammates were coming to me for that because that's at that point, like that was what I was there for. Like yeah. that was part of my role. My role had to change. You know, I, I couldn't run out there with them. So I had to hug them. I had to be their shoulder to cry on. I had to listen to them. I had to let them vent to me. I had to try to help the team be a better cohesive unit in the locker room. You know, it just, it came down to what can I do to still be involved? What can I still do to be the athlete that I am? And how can I be a better athlete and help my teammates absolutely and it's it's great to hear you say that because believe it or not not a lot of at not all athletes take it as that you know other athletes um for whatever reason they'll pull back they're just hey i'm focusing on my rehab i need to get back it's me 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 where you know it takes that leadership it takes that special athlete to all right hey guys i can't be out there with you but i'm there with you Listen, whatever you need, whatever, even if it's me rolling the basketballs out to you during practice. And sometimes I was, you know, like anything I could do, I was doing it. And it's great to hear you to say that. Because like you you said, it's not like, you know, it's bad enough if you you have a leg, you break your leg, break your arm. Typically, you know, six to eight weeks, you're back in action. In ACL, we're talking eight, nine, ten months. Yeah. I mean, we're talking a lot of rehab. Yeah. And even when you're, you know, quote unquote, cleared from the doctor, people don't realize it still takes a little bit of time after that just to get comfortable running again. I'm still trying to get comfortable in some ways. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) no, seriously, it's it's something when you have a major injury like that and, you know, you're an athlete and you want to continue, you know, like beyond just high school or, you know, whatever. It stays with you, you know, like it's sometimes the physical will go away. Yeah. I mean, I still do have my knee, my knee, both knees, actually, not just even one pop in the middle of running or something. You know, it'll always do that weird stuff. That's whatever. But the mentality, like I really had to build my mental back after those after those two surgeries. Um, It was really hard to mentally have that confidence of I am fast. I am strong. I am a good athlete. I mean, I had that ripped for me for two years off and on, more than two years. So it was kind of like just building back the fact, re, re like gaining my title as I'm an athlete because I had lost that and it oh, was, sure. it was terrible. Um, I don't ever want to go back actually. <laughs> no, I, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, no more. You're do, you're, you're done. <laughs> You've had your injuries. No more. No, it's just, it's like the, the building that mental back, building that confidence back. It, uh, you know, anybody that's ever had to do that, I kudos to you. Cause that's a very hard thing to do. Absolutely. And we talk about a second one because not only that, you know, did you blow it out your ninth grade year, but then, you know, or uh, sorry, your 10th grade year, then 11th grade year, 
again, I come back in, but like, all right, I know she did basketball. She's ready. She's excited. Uh, no. Mm. Coach. In fact, I don't even think anybody told me. I think you, I, I saw you rounding the corner with your crutches. Oh, yeah. And at first, I'm like, she's joking with me. This nope. is just ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to throw the crutches down. Nope. In real fact, life. I think that that's the first thing I said. But like, Lindsay, get off the damn crutches. Let's go. <laughs> throw them in the garbage. Get and rid of them. like, Coach, I'm not, I wish. I'm not joking. Tell us a little bit what, what happened with the second one. Now, I forget. Was it the same knee or was it the other knee? So it was the other knee. Okay. So at least I'm balanced out, right? I guess. <laughs> That's you can make jokes about it. You know, now that I'm okay, I make jokes about it. But anyways, um the second one, the second time having to go like go through that whole process was worse, honestly. A lot of people, you know, after I did it my second time, after I had, you know, met with the surgeon, met with the doctor, figured out a time for surgery, actually been, you know, told I had a torn ACL. Everybody after told me, oh, you know, you already did this. You know, it's just another time around the moon. Like, you got this. Come on. This is easy now. You know what to do. You know what to expect. Oh, you're so strong. No, it doesn't really work like that. It doesn't get easier. Just, yeah, no, it really is not. And I didn't get used to it. Um, I really struggled that second time. I had a lot of, a lot of issues going on at that point in my life. Um, now, did you ever get to a point with the second one where, you know what? I, I don't want to do this. Yes, I did. I did. Talk talk us through it a little bit because I don't so, think. I mean, it's like you said, it's hard enough coming back from one ACL to have that passion, that drive. Coming back from two, not alone two, but just consecutive. Yeah. Um. Talk to us a little bit about that. Like how how was it getting back from that first one or second one? Sorry. Um. It. I like I. It's hard to put still in words. Um. Just like. Like looking, I had the same um, surgeon for both uh, surgeries and I okay. also had like kind of like the same uh, medical staff. So they all kind of knew me, knew, um, you know, my case, everything like that. Um, so just looking at the PA, the PA is the one who told me um, the news, just looking at her face like she almost cried with me when she told me that second time. Um, Cause she had just seen how excited I was to get back at it again. Finally, you know, I had, kicked butt in my um physical therapy program and you know was released for the first time and you know I was so excited to get back out there and then just a couple months later I was back in her office with that same you know teary-eyed look in my eyes like dang what did I do um and she she told me you have a torn ACL here we go again and I I don't really I don't remember much of the rest of that day if I'm being honest um I really don't uh, people ask me all the time, like, you know, what did you do that? What did you even do that day that you heard that news? And I was, I, I can't tell you. I really don't even remember. Um, but the months following were just, were they were super hard. You know, it was hard to, you know, my bo- my body looked different when I looked in the mirror. I didn't have muscles anymore. I was like, I was tiny. I mean, for people who, like, saw me then in um, in high school and who see me now, I mean, you probably wouldn't, like... <laughs> well, it's, it's, I was really unrecognizable. I mean, I was I was ill. And it's it was two bad. years of doing or really doing no physical activity and not not by any fault of your own. Yeah, I was... I just was not myself. I had lost, like... I, I don't know. I think athletics, really, like, that is one of the biggest parts of me in my life, you know, up, up this thus far. So it was just, it was more than like debilitating to hear, to hear that I had to do it all over again. But 
I think there was there was a point after the surgery, you know, because before the surgery, the first part was definitely the hardest, you know, kind of accepting it. That's that that was the hardest. But once I accepted it and I said, okay, this is my fate. I can't change it. I've been playing sports since I can remember, like since my memory goes as far as it does. (laughs) I've always been playing sports. I'm not going to stop. This is what I love. Why would I stop doing it? You know, this is just some bumps and bruises. I mean, I've been doing this for what, 17 years now, you know, up until that point, I was 17 years old. Why would I stop now? Let me, I got to keep going. I can't give this up. And so many people around me were like, why don't you just stop? Like, you're just going to keep doing this or, you know, oh, something else is bound to happen. I said, I don't care. I don't care. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, I want it to happen. I want to I want to be busting my butt back out there. What? Come on. Absolutely. This isn't me. Like, I wasn't even myself at that point. There were days I did not even, like, I looked in the mirror and I honestly did not know who I was sometimes because I was like, what has been tripped to me? Just, you know, just from an athletics standpoint not like you know my whole life or anything like that but just looking at athletics specifically like I was like oh my gosh I've lost such a big part of me yeah and was there um I know you said there were people out there that say hey listen you know it might be time to retire might be time to quit and at 17 coaches told me that doctors told me that listen I never said that (laughs) (laughs) no you didn't and I'm happy you didn't um is there any one person that um you leaned on like was it whether it was uh, mom, dad, friend? Was it was there somebody that, um, when you were hearing all these outside voices saying, "Hey, yeah. might be time to might be time to call it a career. Might be time to think of your future. Might be time to think of something else." Do you remember? Was there any, or was it a was there a group of people that just, "Hey, Linz, no, you got this. Hey, let's go. It's only it's only seven more months. Yeah. It's only six more months. Come on now. I know it hurts now." was there, did you have a good group of support, especially for that second time? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I always did. Um, you know, my friends, my family, uh, my teammates from all three different sports, um, all the time were reaching out, checking in on me like, Hey, you know, how's, excuse me, how's your rehab going? Um, you know, are you, are you getting ready to get back into this? Like, come on, what's going on? Like, you know, like, like, let's go. Um, and, you know, I always told them, yeah, you know, like I do want to get back to sports, but there were some days they'd come up to me and I didn't even want to talk about, so I didn't even want to talk about anything. You know what I mean? I was just like, this sucks. I'm in pain. Yeah. Like my legs purple <laughs> after surgery for like a good month and a half. I was like, my legs purple. What's, what's going on? <laughs> like, I, this is not me. What's going on? You know, it was like, I like you. it's so crazy because it's hard to explain to people who have not had like something that could have been a career ending injury like and especially and especially like, oftentimes is yeah, a yeah. career and it, but if you th- yes yes it can be but if you think even 15 years ago somebody tore their ACL that was really it 20 years ago 30 years ago like that many years ago like i think about my parents like if one of my parents were playing sports and they tore their ACL they were done you're Liz, just done i i'm going to date myself a little bit because back when i played you know i i Played all throughout high school. Played, I mean, played when I was, I think I started when I was five or six. Played, yeah. played, played. Um, going into my freshman year of college, so it would have been the summer of my, uh, well, actually, not, I, I don't know if I had just graduated yet, but close to graduation, senior year, um, blew out my knee. And went through the rehab process, went through the rehab process, pl- was planning on playing at Canisius. Yeah. Uh, obviously, couldn't do it my freshman year. Um, for me, it had gotten to a point where 
during my during that time off during my rehab process, I just I saw the game from a different vantage point. I was watching um, whether it was college soccer or was uh, going back and watching high school soccer, watching pro soccer on TV. For me, it just made me look at the game from a different vantage point. It does. Um, and for me, I still had the passion to play. Um, didn't end up playing in college. I mean, played club. That was about it. But by that time, I was like, you know what? I'm ready to coach. Started mm-hmm. coaching Little League. Um, once I graduated, started coaching high school, started coaching modified high school, varsity, JV, whatever. And it was – so for me, I used that I, – I often said, and I've said it in parent meetings, that for me, that was the best sports injury I had. I mean, worse because could I have continued to play in college? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was I going pro? I'd like to think so, but probably not. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm the next, uh, you know, Lionel Messi or anything. But, uh, you know, probably could have played four years in college. Who knows if I would have eventually gotten into into coaching or not. Or, hey, that would have been it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, just having that injury, looking at the game in a different way, it, uh, you know, it helped me. But back yeah. then, it, was, it wasn't a eight, nine, ten-month injury. It was a year minimum injury minimum for me to really get comfortable on my knee again it took me probably a good year and a half and that's just to really get comfortable wow um Did so you have the surgery uh i didn't thank i mean i don't know if i should say thankfully or not thankfully um it was to the point where i was able to rehab it instead mm-hmm. of having the surgery and then I still often think maybe I would have been better if I had yeah. the surgery because I still say that. I still get the ooh like if, if it Some rains or it gets right too cold yeah I'm like okay let me rest yeah um, I still get that and I did have the surgery yeah so. I th- so. we saw like a couple of old people up in here who have like just had their <laughs> hips replaced like, like oh, let me tell you something how's your, how's your how's your how's your feeling today what's going on with yours but it's it's something and like you said but now with Thankfully, with with the new advancements, um, in fact, uh, Brooke Kramer just tore—I don't know if you heard oh, or not—tore wow. yeah. her ACL That's during the terrible. soccer season this that year. That my heart. And uh, Coach Rapel and I were on the sidelines, and it was—it's one of those things where you just see it and you know it. Yeah. Like you the do. second it happened, wasn't a wasn't a contact injury. It was you know she came down the wrong way after a battle. We heard her go down. Coach and I looked at each other, and we're just... You just know it's no good. We both knew neither of us wanted to say it. You yeah. know, we both ran out to Brooke. Uh, Brooke's mom Same. came down, and it's... That, I mean, she's rehabbing it now. You know, she's finally off of her brace. Awesome. Um, so she's... Uh, and she's like you. She's going to... I mean, you know Brooke. You were able yeah. to play with her. Uh, she's going to get better. She's going to get through it just like you did. But it's... Yes, you will. Going through it, it's like... <laughs> It's terrible. It's a terrible process. Not yeah. t- it's, I don't want to say terrible. That's not a good word. It's a long and... And challenging process. Challenge, yes. Difficult process. Absolutely. And I don't think people realize just how much of a mental thing it is and having such a strong support system. Yeah. Even, you know, if you know somebody, go, even seeing a text from somebody, hey, keep going. And I, you hey. know, I, I look forward to those texts. I would get those texts from my mom, from my sister, from my dad, um, you know, who have always been my rock, but... 
Rocks, plural, I guess, because <laughs> there's three. Well, what was it that your mom would say before every oh. meet for for you and your sister? Because I, I <laughs> she forgot. Still says this. Does to she me. still? Yes, she tell does. Them what, tell oh them gosh, what your brother. I, I, I love your mom at track meets. She was awesome. <laughs> She's the best. She's still that crazy. And she had that something crazy for, track mom. That's her. She had something different for Aaron when Aaron yes. ran too. Yes, um, Aaron's was run like the wind and jump like a deer. Okay, and then mine was well is throw like a cannon. Throw like a cannon. Yep. I love it. She's always told me that. I love it. <laughs> now, do they, I know you throw out in, in Fisher. Do do the mom and dad, do they get to oh, see a lot there. of the Oh, yeah. They're there. Um, just because of COVID, obviously, for a while they couldn't. But back in action now, they can they can come anytime. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Mom and dad, if you're listening. Oh, they we, will. We, we still miss you. <laughs> we miss you at the meets. Um, so, no, that's great. And it was it was always fun uh, talking to your parents afterwards, mm-hmm. whether it was talking to your dad. And um, I remember especially when you were eighth, ninth grade, seventh, eighth grade, coach, what can she do to get better? Like always, not only, not only, not only was I getting it from you, what can I do better? But then it'd be five, 10 minutes after, okay, coach, what should she trade on? What should she work on? How could she, and it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was so awesome. It's a family effort. We're still at it. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Um, so we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit more that we, we got all the sappy stuff out of the way. Yeah, we got all the tragic out. stuff out of the way. <laughs> Here we go. The good stuff. The good stuff. So obviously a three sport athlete in high school. Um, I know, and it, it's funny when you were in ninth grade, you were all about basketball, all about mm-hmm. basketball. Uh, coach, uh, coach Medora over at West. Um, he and I would, would often, you know, whether it was, uh, uh, after practices or whether I'd see him out later or after track meets or during track meets. I know she wants to play basketball, but she's going to be a thrower. <laughs> I know she wants to play basketball, but she's going to play a thrower. Um, as a three-sport athlete, when did you finally, hey, I'm going to be a thrower? Like, when did you, or was it, I'm going to be basketball, then I'm going to do soccer, then I'm going to do track? Like, what was it that really got you, nope, I'm going to be a thrower, this is it, this is my calling? So it's funny we actually talked about my ACLs because that was a big determining factor in my choice to continue with track. I think, um, you know, once I really got into track uh, after my two ACLs, it was like I love the individuality of this sport. You know, I am a one-man show. This is on my back. Of course, I have my coach behind me and coaches and, you know, all my teammates. But this is a one-man show. You know, like I want to be in this circle. It's just me. Like, I want to shine. Here we go. You know, it was kind of like a, like, let's work on me now. You know, I went through a lot those two years. Why don't I become just the best athlete I can, you know, and and bring my team along with me? Like, come on, let's go. You know, and I don't know. I can't say it was like one very specific thing. It was just, I think I got like into that junior year of high school where I started to you know, um, get back into sports after I had done my ACL that year. And I loved, you know, I loved being on the soccer team. I loved basketball. I loved all that. But I just, especially my senior year, um, you know, I had picked Fisher to be my college. Um, I actually met with my college coach and it started to feel real. You know, it was like my, co- this, this college coach was asking me like, do I want to throw in college? It was like, wow. 
I'd never been asked if I wanted to play a sport in college. Like, you know, I was like, I thought my chances of that were kind of like slim to none. I, you know, <laughs> I remember telling you you could throw in college. <laughs> no, I know that. I know that. But again, again, with that mentality of, you know, after coming off those two ACLs, I was like, am I strong enough? Am I? You know, it. I still really struggled, you know, up until like my freshman year in college, I was not 100 percent like back to my full strength, back to who, you know, fully I am as an athlete and performance wise too, honestly. Um, but it was, it was just, you know, having that senior year of track, I was like, yeah, this is it. I, this, yeah, this is it. And now it's, it's the best decision I've ever made in my life. Like track, track is what I eat, breathe and sleep. Beautiful. It's too much. It's too much sometimes for people. Never. I talk about it too much. People say, but I don't care. Never, never, never. (laughs) Um, now let's talk a little bit about that senior year because we had uh, we had another thrower, um, uh, Grace, on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was she was a junior uh, when you during your senior year, and obviously uh, those you know she, she up until then she had never thrown with you. Up until then, all she had heard of was Lindsey O'Brien. Lindsey O'Brien. I think you. I mean, you did come to a few practices. Yeah, of course. Um, during your rehab process, you did come and. Uh, you couldn't throw, you couldn't really do the form, but you were there to to help the younger ones. And she mm-hmm. saw you, and, and I remember you giving uh, Grace specifically. In fact, I think Darren, like Lindsay, you work with her. <laughs> you work with her. Yes. Uh, you still weren't throwing yet, but all she had really heard of was you throwing as a seventh grader, as an eighth grader, as a ninth grader. Um, the distances that you were throwing, and now um, she was going into her junior year. She was the big dog on campus and here you come the returning big dog on campus um talk a little bit about that i mean did you um i know grace at first was a little intimidated by you but then you two became really good friends during the track season yes talk a little bit about that that dynamic Mm -hmm. it it, track is shot put is an individual sport you both are teammates Mm -hmm. but at the same time you're both competing against each other in meets. Yeah. You want to get first place at that invite, at mm-hmm. sectionals, at NFLs. You you want Grace to do well, but you still want to do better than Grace. Like, talk a little bit about that. Even, even let's go back to the high school before yeah. we get into college. Okay. But talk a little bit about that that senior year of coming in and, and dealing with that. Yeah, so um... – I love competition. I've always loved competition. I've always been. Every I mean, great athlete does. <laughs> me and my sister, I think when we could first talk, we were competing constantly and it has never stopped. <laughs> Maybe now it has, you know, we're older, whatever. We get along a lot, lot better. Uh, just but, different things to be competitive about. <laughs> yeah. You know, see, you bring up, you bring up a good point. <laughs> but um, anyways, so coming back that that senior year I was so excited you know I was like you know this is my senior year let me establish myself again let me really grab my feet back on the ground here and let's build um and there was a few times Grace beat me you know and was it like did I have a little bitter taste in my mouth of course I did but there was a couple times I beat her and I'm sure she had that bitter taste in her mouth but you know, both of us could look each other in the eye and say, hey, you made me better. You made me a better athlete. You made me more competitive. You made me want to work harder. You made me have a bigger will to get better, to get stronger, to get faster, to move through the circle better. Who has better form today? You know, that sort of thing. And 
we would beat each other and five minutes later we were hugging because that's that's what good competitive athletes do and I think I think today a lot of people I mean not just today always people have been afraid to talk about that competition aspect especially in an individual sport oh this person is better than you or oh this person's faster than you this person throws farther than you this person jumps farther than you or higher depending on which event you're talking about <laughs> um regardless it's important to have that competitive umness between you and in your teammates because if it's not there you're losing you're losing honestly an important aspect because your athlete should always be competitive and should always want to get better and battle you should i mean that's that's what an athlete athlete does you battle that that's your purpose i mean not solely but you're there to work your butt off if you're not giving it 100% why are you there absolutely why and, and i tell my kids to this day that's how you get better if you're if you're every day at practice every day at training if you're comfortable if you're not outside your comfort zone you're not getting better you're not you're whether, not whether it's in the weight room hey i'm lifting 20 pounds heavier than i normally do whether it's i've got to run this i've got to run this pyramid uh 2 seconds faster whether it's whatever you've got to do you've got to push yourself so that you can get better yeah um in fact uh one of my when I used to run uh, track and field in high school, mm-hmm. our coach I was a, believe it or not I was not a shot I was a shot put coach <laughs> all throughout high school I never threw yeah I, shot know, put. I know this you told me this I, I never threw <laughs> as soon as I made it to be a college athlete you said yeah I never threw. I never threw <laughs> um, I was a distance runner and I was always uh, I was always uh, coached listen practice I'm gonna Beat the crap out of you guys. Yeah. Practice. You're going to run fast. You're going to run farther. You're going to run farther. You're going to run farther. That way, when it comes time for a meet, it's nothing. It's so easy. It's nothing. It's so easy. Running that. I was a 1600 and uh, 3200. I was a mile or two miler, and I did a two mile relay. Mm-hmm. When you got to practice, or sorry, when you got to the meet, running that mile this is a warm up. This is easy. Running that two mile this is easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, I still hold the freshman record, 505. Do you for the mile really? Oh, at Niagara impressive. Falls. I looked right. it up the other day. Oh, as you should. As but, you should. But uh, it's just. Longstanding. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but it's just, and that's, I think, uh, some athletes have lost that a little bit nowadays where they feel for like, sure. well, no, coach, I'm at my limit. I'm at my, I can't do, no, get uncomfortable. Yeah. Push yourself. Yeah. Go for that extra five. If you're on a bench, Go for that extra five pounds. Somebody's Ten back pounds. there. Somebody's back there spotting you. 15. If you drop it, we'll pick it up. <laughs> yes. Push yourself. Beat yourourself till you cannot get up. That's Not all the better. times. Your body needs time to recover. For sure. You you need those light to medium days. Right. But you also need those days where you are going to kick your butt. Where you're crawling out of yeah. the gym. I still have those days, and they're they're the best days actually. Absolutely. They're my favorite days. They're they're. My coach thinks I'm crazy, but. I love it. <laughs> I'm telling you, after about there were days when when I was lifting that I couldn't lift my arms. I'm like that happens. Uh, I, I got my water. I can't lift. Somebody that help me drink. Yep. Um, but you know what? <laughs> when you're after you recover, you're the next day. You you're just stronger. Feel good. Yeah, you do. You feel good. Yeah. And it's it's great looking. But like, yep, I lifted that. Yep, mm-hmm. I lifted that. 
Yeah. I think lifting is just, especially being a female that lifts, I get so much trash thrown at me, you know, like, oh, you probably can't throw weight all like that. Oh, you know, stop talking about you lift weights. Yeah, whatever. You're a girl. No, I'm really in there. I'm really in there. I'm I'm in there. I'm lifting. Absolutely. Come by. You could come see me a couple times a week. I'm in there. Now I'm with my, with my team, but when I'm not even in season, I'm in there. Um and most of the time I'm in there by myself and I'll have, you know, groups of girls that'll come in, five, six of them, take one bench up. I'm just there by myself. <laughs> all by myself, one man show always. I love it. <laughs> now talk talk about the college transition a little bit. Um what was it like coming in as that freshman, coming in as that new thrower on the that new kid on the block, having to earn your spot? Um, you know, going from being top dog at Kenny's, one of the top dogs in the NFL, to to you know, bottom of the basement, starting all over again. Talk a little bit about that process. How was that like? Intimidating. It was very intimidating. <laughs> now, um. does Fisher have a big throwing team, or are they building? We're we're building right now. Um, we're bigger than uh, we were when I started. There was about twelve of us, I think, when we started, and now we're up now to. Now is like, that guys and girls? Or guys just and girls, girls, yeah, combined. Okay. Um, and now we're about like fifteen, sixteen, a little oh, more. Good. Yeah, so we, we've grown. Um, but a lot of actually, um, the other teammates that I had my freshman year, they were like all older than me. I think there was like one other freshmen with me and he was a guy wasn't even a girl so um all the other they were you know they were developed you know they were they had been throwing shot put collegiately now for three three four years they're strong their biceps are the size of my quads you know so i'm walking in that gym holy crap i gotta i gotta prove myself you know this coach took me in but it's time for me to work work i mean i was tiny i was running i had just run a when i went in to college sports that fall i had just run a half marathon and i was hold on hold on because i'm glad you brought that half marathon up because in high school you know you have your sectionals you have your nfl championships you have your so all year long Lindsay's, you were up front and honest from the beginning. Coach, I'm training for a half marathon. I'm going to run a half. That's great, Linz. Do it. That's great. You know, you're training. Um, no, Coach, I'm really going to do it. I'm really going to do it. But then you drop the bomb like three weeks before NFL champions. Coach, I'm getting. All right, Linz, when's your when's your uh, half marathon? Uh, two days. A day before NFLs. Excuse me? What, a day after NFL? No. The day before NFLs. So, Lids, you're telling me you're going to go out, you're going to run a half marathon, and then the next day, because shot put was one of the first events, you're going to come in and you're going to throw shot put right after a half marathon. Yeah, your yes, legs coach. are going to be, your legs are going to be great. <laughs> uh, oh but gosh. you know what? I was... I was mad at you, but I wasn't mad at you because I saw how hard you trained for that half marathon all year long, all season long. And I'm sure before track even started, you were training for it. Um, So I was proud as hell of you. But at the same time, I'm like, couldn't you have done this? Couldn't you have looked for a marathon over the summertime? Looking back, I definitely should have (laughs) because like, yeah. Anyways, (laughs) double training like that. I don't don't do that. That's crazy. 
Um, <laughs> and I got to say, have you ever heard, have any of your teammates, have you ever heard of another shot put no, throw or running nobody a half marathon? Runs. Nobody runs more than a mile. Not, and honestly, all of my teammates more would have. More than a mile? You mean more than like 100 meters? <laughs> no, I mean, well, I'm really more than a mile. None of them would run more than a mile. I'll, st- I'll still run a mile here or there. I haven't in a while, actually. It's funny you mentioned that. But Yeah, and in fact, your senior year, we had you run, what, the 800? And did we ever you do a couple fours? Yeah, I did the 4 by 4 the 400. Um, I was better at the eight, though. Yeah. You were an 800 runner. Yeah, more endurance a Do you bit. still run that at all during track, or no? Is it just strictly throwing? No, I'm just throwing. Um, but we we run a lot in our training. We do a lot of sprints, a lot of speed work. Um, so I, I get that kind of running in. I get my running fair share in still. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so let's uh, – what made you th- want to do the – the marathon was it just something to challenge yourself because of the ACLs? Yes, was it? it was. It was solely that. It was. I, gosh darn it, I can do this. Um, it doesn't matter that I just had two ACL surgeries. Anything I want to do, I can do. So let me do it. And that was that. <laughs> and sometimes that's all you need. I that's yeah, all you I need. guess. But looking back, it's like. It, it was a nice little cherry on top, I guess, because, oh, sure. you know, my senior year went really smoothly. I was really happy. Um, obviously, you know, I was able to get recruited by a coach and have the honor of playing in collegiate sports. Um, but, yeah, it was just kind of I just guess I needed a little more. I don't know. <laughs> needed something else to prove, maybe. I don't know. So now let's go back to talking about college. So you came into college. Were you um how big was your recruiting class? Like how many other throwers specifically came in with you guys, girls, um, or were you, were you kind of it? I think, so I think it was me and maybe one or two other guys. Um, but really other than that, that was it. Okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't a huge recruiting class. No, no. Um, all right. So you came in as a freshman, you had to earn your lumps a little bit, you know, you had to get, get your respect. For sure. Um, was there anybody that was there to push you like Grace was in high school? Or were you the person pushing the juniors, the seniors? Were you that person that was pushing the other ones? Yeah, I don't like to say it, but I was definitely a freshman that came in and was ready to work. Um, you know, kind of again, going back to I don't mean to keep going back to my ACLs, but they are just such an important asset to my career. Um, kind of when I came off those two ACLs, I said, let's go. It's, it's, it's time for me. I'm not taking any mercy. I'm not slowing down. I'm just going faster, harder. Like I want this bad, you know, Absolutely. and I, I will fight to death for it. Um, so yeah, I came in freshman, freshman year with that attitude and it's kind of never gone away actually. And I kind of love that. <laughs> I still have that competitive edge. I still am going to, I'm still at practice every day battling, but freshman year specifically, um, I definitely, I think having, having that mindset definitely pushed a couple, you know, like juniors and, you know, a couple people ahead of me. There was, <laughs> there was one meet. I remember one of the first meets, uh, I beat one of the seniors and she told me, some not so nice words. <laughs> some not, she, t- she took it a little personal. Yeah, some not so nice words were exchanged after that. Me, <laughs> um, I won't repeat them on here. But she didn't talk to me for a while after that, and she always kind of had a little bitter, uh, bitter aura to her towards me after that. She but, was a little frosty. Yeah, she was a little mad. But I mean, it's like you said before, you get it, but you don't get it. You know, you right. um, 
You never want that, especially as the big bad senior. You never want that little freshman. Of course, to beat you don't. You. Of course, I mean, uh, you, yeah. You of got pride. I mean, yeah. th- th- she's got pride, but at the same time, hey, my teammate beat me. Congratulations for sure. Don't you ever do it again because yeah. it's not going to happen. I'm going to, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it's, you know, that's the beauty of sports. If she would have said that, that would have been just fine. She didn't really say that, Coach. She said she, a little. She said some other she things. She said a little. Not so, not so little kind. more colorful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now that you're, now that you're uh, the junior, now that you're you're close to being the the big dog on campus, I know you got one more year. Um, is there is there that are you feeling some of that pressure from the freshmen from the sophomores? Are you feeling being chased from behind? Yeah, certainly. Um, that's the beauty of like the game, though. That's the beauty of my coach also doing amazing job recruiting for the program. Um, he's really he's really trying to build, and he's bringing in some amazing people. And I better sleep with one eye open because I got to work my butt off. You know, nothing nothing is ever proven. And as an athlete, you should never believe that your spot is proven. It no. shouldn't be. It shouldn't be because that's where you get comfortable. And again, getting comfortable in sports is that's never good. Yep, in sports, if you you're not growing, up. you're dying. You are no. If really, you're not you growing, are. you're dying. You are. And in even in coaching, it's uh, you know, if I was. If we were coaching championship team after championship team, blowing every team out twenty nothing, twenty five nothing on the soccer field, it's just you know it's 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 fun, but right. it's not fun. Right? It's not but like why are we going to go? Yeah, why are we going to go through all this league just beat everybody? Not that Kenny's soccer is beating everybody twenty nothing, thirty nothing. Let's set the record <laughs> straight. We can be, we can be, we will be. But um, it you know as as a coach, you need that person driving. You need that right. team. Right. To catch. You need that, hey, we got a, we've got a big game against so-and-so. We've got a big game against Luport. Mm-hmm. Against, you need the Luports, the Grand Islands, the Niagara Wheatfields. You, then, you need them on your tail all the time. You need that. As I, I hope I the, never lose competition. Yeah. I, I don't foresee myself losing competition. But, no. You know, I just, that's, it's, such, it's such a beautiful aspect of the game that so many people are afraid of. Now, at the same time, as, the, as one of the leaders of that team, do you ever go to the younger kids and like, hey, listen, if you ever want to stay in this team, you better start doing this. Like, yes. do you ever have to light a fire under them? Yes, I do. And I do it all the time and people hate me for it. <laughs> I'm called again some not so nice things. Um, I don't know. I'm just there to work. So if you're not there to work around me, why are you at the same practice that I am? Or why are you at the same practice as not just me? I don't mean to just say me because I'm not the only hard worker on my team. But there's also a couple other you know, athletes that are with me right in that range you know it's it's not usually just me standing by myself having to confront my whole team you know it's usually like a group of us that are you know veterans we're experienced but we also know what it takes to work to see success in your season you have to work very 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 hard and if people are are around us and they aren't doing that it's going to get called out and it's not going to be exactly pretty now as an athlete (laughs) did you always need that um what did you find motivated you better? Just seeing that that athlete, like being that lead by example, like wow, I want to work as hard as her. I want to work as hard as him. Or did you need that person to kind of come to you and light that fire under your butt? I love when a coach lights a fire under my butt to get me going. I love that. And it, when they, my coach does it now, he'll tell me I suck all the time in practice, and I'll say, "You're right, coach. I do." So what am I gonna, you know, what do I have to do about it? And he'll tell me. Stop sucking. <laughs> no, he'll actually help me. But that's the thing. You need a coach that's going to light a fire under your butt because that's what inspires you 
And that's what makes you realize, hey, I'm this ain't what I'm doing right now isn't right. Let me fix it. A lot of people they don't like to be yelled at. I mean that hey, you know, that's of course, that's a valid thing, but just personally, like Sports are loud for me. You know, like sports, you're in a loud environment. I always played a team sport. So when I was told to do something from a coach, it was they had to yell to be heard. So, you know, now, I mean, my track coach does yell, not crazy or anything like that, but, you know, does raise his voice. It doesn't startle me or anything. It's just like he's telling you got to go. Like, come on, let's go. Drop the hammer. Move it. Like, let's go. You know, throw throw that ball, throw that ball as far as you possibly can, and don't let up. You know, and he'll tell he'll tell me some, some sometimes some not so nice things, and that's good. I I don't mind it. I need to hear that because I need to hear, hey, what you're doing, it's stupid. Stop. You're you suck. You suck. You look like an eighth grader. He'll tell me that, and I'm like, yeah, I do today. What's going on? Let's fix it. Yep. And that's how you get better. You know, it, criticism is not a bad thing. It's how you get better. Being criticized about something is good. When a coach criticizes you, that's good. When they're criticizing you, they, they know that you're going to listen to them or they hope that you're going to listen to them. When a coach just stops addressing you, and if you are that athlete, I say some prayers for you because you, you want to be that coach that or you want to be that athlete that your coach is just constantly on because they want you to get better. Yeah, absolutely. And they know you will work to get better. That Be that athlete. Absolutely. And it's funny because I'm, you know, I'd like to think that I'm that that type of coach where I've got a kid, you know, coach, why are you, why, why can't you be happy? Why are you not? Why are you always yelling? Why are you always, you know, what? we got to be better because I know the way you guys can play. I know the way you specifically can play. I know the way you can throw. I know what you're I know what you're capable of doing and you're not doing it right now. Let's go. So let's do it. Let's figure out what's wrong and let's get it. Let's get it going. Um, in fact, and, and you'll love this story. We've got a. Um, well, you remember uh, Maria uh, uh, Colosimo? Yes, yes. So she's got her younger sister, G, is playing with us now. She's oh, an okay. eighth grader, and they've got a younger cousin, Lola. Oh, my God. And uh, Lola is just started throwing with me. Oh, wow. So Lola's throwing, G's throwing, and Maria's throwing. Oh, my God. All, all three Colosimos are throwing. Maria That's threw last year. G and Lola are doing it this year. So Lola was in the uh, weight room the other day mm-hmm. and uh, had her on the bench. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. No, had her doing deadlifts. And she's only got just the dummy tens on there, yeah, like the big tens. Yeah, as an eighth grader, and she's lift and she's lifting it easy. So I'm like, oh, hold on, add ten, add five more pounds in there. Yeah, little lift, good form. She's lifting it up. All right, add five more pounds in there. Heck lifting yeah, it, lifting it. Love to see that. And it's to the point. And every time I'm adding more weight on there, she kind of gets nervous. And Maria, at one point. He's challenging you. It's okay. Yeah, it's a it's good a, thing. It's good. It's a good this thing. is good. He know you know you know what you're doing too. You know, trust trust judgment. Linz, I kid you not. And after about ten minutes of doing this, Dan, Coach Dan comes in. Yeah. And I'm like, Lola, let's go. She's got it on there. She lifts. She struggled to get the last one up, but she yeah. got it up twice and mm-hmm. goes down. I'm starting to nudge Dan. I'm like Dan. She's got 190 on there. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, Dan, she's got 190 on there. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it was to the point where I'm adding five. I'm like, all right, forget this. Let's add tens. I'm taking off, putting on 25. a 25. Taking on, putting on a 45. 45. Her eyes got big when I put the 45s on. And she, no, don't her be eyes scared. Got you big. can do it, girl. I'm like, Lola, go. And you just, can do it. And that's what I'm like. I love that. I'm like, girl, you're, you're, you're crushing it. But all the while, it's just she's got that from Maria and Lola. Like, nope, he does this all the time. He wants to challenge you. Yeah, it's you. good. He do wants it. to challenge you. And Love that. Very rarely do I get the, holy 
cow. Like, I, I like it's just you you you're adding that last couple plates on, but yeah. like, there's no way she's getting this. There's no <laughs> way she's getting this. But she there's did no it. way she's getting this, and she's. Yeah, it up. rounded the back a little bit on the second one, but you know, <laughs> you know that still happens it, to it, the best of it, us. It, it happens, <laughs> but first time deadlifting at all, and just that's insane. And even as a coach, you just walk away like, yeah, yeah. let's go. I right. mean, I'm telling, I'm telling my, battle. I'm telling my wife at home, and she's like, that's great. I'm like, no, you don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> you don't understand. Get hyped! Come on, this is awesome. <laughs> but oh, it's, that's a great weight, one ninety, one ninety five. That's crazy, and that's what I mean. And it's the first week of practice. That's awesome. So we uh she'll be uh we might have to send her your way to Fisher. We I might, think we, so. We, bring her bring her over. <laughs> My she's got a few it. years. She's got a few years before she can Develop be recruited. Her. But we're Develop we're getting her. her. We're getting her there. <laughs> um no, I'm it's it's been a ball now. Speaking of coaching, obviously you can't throw forever. Um, have you ever thought about that or are you thinking about getting into staying involved in the sport or whether it's going back to do soccer, going back to do basketball, continuing and, and maybe becoming an assistant coach and a coach, uh, you know, eventually in, in track, or is that, is that too far down the line? Is that we're not there yet? Let me get my junior year, senior year. Let me get my playing days out of the way. No, I do have some, some to say about that, but coaching, I think that I'm going to do that when I'm old. Actually, I think while I while I still have the abilities, I'm going to be out there running, throwing something. No, I uh, I've actually become really interested in just um, like semi pro lifting, possibly. I know a little, I'm a little power lifting, a little something. I don't All know. Right. You know, I've kind of been weighing my options. <sighs> I don't know. I know I want to be still competitively doing something. So I don't I don't foresee myself giving up competitive sports whatever capacity that might be anytime soon i think i think you'll have to put me in a wheelchair before i'll stop (laughs) i'm not kidding you laugh no i love it i love it i love it (laughs) i love it um you know i'm i'm actually thinking of of starting and hopefully you know covid the, the leagues are finally getting back together i'm looking to start getting into an indoor league outdoor league for soccer again wow that'd be awesome um it's in fact it's uh my now wife um, has always been saying, you know, over the years, how come you don't play anymore? You always talk about your playing days. How come you don't play anymore? Yeah, how come you play, play, play again, anymore? coach? Come on! Uh, I stopped playing probably when I was about. I'm I'm 41 now. Probably when I was about, you know, 29, 30. Um, you know, it was the point where it just, you know, was playing, was having fun with it, but you know, other it's things weird. got involved. And it's wear and tear on your body. And it's too. wear and tear. But for me, it was always the psychological thing, and I always use that as an excuse of, well, you don't get it. I was really good. Now. I'm not so good. Like now I'm just, you know, this hurts. That hurts. Well, I can't play at the level I was before. And she just, you know, it's it's getting to the point where she's like, so what? Yeah, Go. so what? So what? Go. We're play. still an athlete. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's going to be against all these young whippersnappers. And I'm going to think that. I... She's like, so what? What do you tell so your kids what? all the time? Go We're out hard. and try. Yeah. Do it. So. Um, in fact, this might be me announcing my, my comeback, but hopefully well, th- I love hopefully the I'll announcement the then. Congratulations. Hopefully I'll be on the soccer, on the soccer field. In fact, any teams, Let's see it. any teams need an extra midfielder, you know, I could still wear my butt off on there, but, <laughs> right? but we'll, we'll see me on the soccer field soon. Hopefully <laughs> I hope. And, uh, yeah, if I do knowing the way that I play, um, the next day I'll probably be in crutches or something. <laughs> Cause I was one of those players where I, I mean, I was. 
I was wasn't the most talented with. The, I mean, I had good foot skills, good you know, could kick whatever. But I was the guy that I was going to chase you down. Yeah. I was going to do the slide tackle. I was going to throw my body. I was going to go awesome. through, and especially playing on on the old sportsplex fields. Oh, where we're not God. talking. We're not talking the astroturf. We're talking like playing on a small little carpet, basically. Terrible. That every Terrible. time you go slide tackle, you would have the big brush burns. The big like you're leaving parts of your skin oh, on yeah. the field. Ah. Um. Get but, the peroxide out. That'd be oh, when I'd get home. Absolutely. My mom has the peroxide bottle waiting for me, and I'm ready to scream because that stings. Absolutely. <laughs> but so it it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and we're hopefully I'll be getting a team together soon, or anybody needs a player, we can we can make that happen. <laughs> well, I wish you luck with that. No, absolutely. Um, but kind of going back to the to the three sports again. Um, what were the differences, really, that you found? Because I know soccer and basketball, obviously, the big team aspects. You know, you get the, the bonding. Um, you're all playing together. Track and field, what was, you know, was it, What I mean, you're you're on a team, but what are some of the differences? What are some of the things that you liked being on the team for soccer and basketball? You like doing individually, obviously, in track and field. Can you talk about a little bit of the different aspects of the of the two? Yeah, so... Um, obviously, you know, you pointed out how track is an individual sport and, you know, the other two teams, uh, team sports that I had played were team sports. Um, and right now I think I, looking back on my team sports, there are a couple like components that I miss to having a team. Like my track team is a team, obviously. Um, but you have your event groups, you have, you know, the people that are in your event group, you know, you get you get close with those people as, as you should. You know, those are the people you're practicing with. But even if you go farther down from that, my coach makes an individual practice for each of us every day. So I'm it's really me. I'm in there doing my thing by myself, by me, for me. You know, my coach is there. But it's like it's a me thing. You know, it's like a, I need to get better. I need to push myself. I hold myself account- accountable. I think it's that accountability, you know, because there I don't want to say there were there were times in a game where, you know, I was disappointed in my teammates. I was never disappointed, but I wasn't always happy with how some of my teammates wouldn't take a game seriously or, you know, didn't have didn't walk into us the same with the same mindset starting, you know, before a game, you know, in the locker room, there'd be negative talk or something like that. And I don't get that anymore. You know, this is me. There is no negativity. There is no, oh, I won't, you know, our team can't win tomorrow. This team's so good. I don't think like that. I mean, some of the people that I throw against, people probably are like, oh my gosh, this little tiny girl's going to step up in that circle and whip that thing? Hell yeah, I am. Watch me. Watch me. It doesn't matter how small I am. I'll still whip it. I mean, am I going to win the whole meet? Maybe not. Probably not. That's okay. But I'm still going to work my butt off because, and I'm going to walk out of that track meet regardless. Might not have a happy face always because I do get very, very angry with myself if I don't throw good. But at the end of the day, when I rest my hat on my pillow, I'm proud of myself because I know I gave it my all at least. I know I did, you know, and, and that's, that's one thing I will never miss about a team, a team sport is sometimes the negativity or sometimes you have two teammates that just won't stop bickering. 
and it affects your whole team. It affects the team's chemistry. Oh, it affects it, your play, your it, teammates' play, yes, everybody around. It affects play. your coach's play if they're aware of the situation. I mean, there's just lot. There's just lots of ways where being on a team sport does add extra stressors because you have to always work as a team. You know, and mm-hmm. and I, you know, and I do miss. I do miss having to cooperate with many other people. You know, to achieve a common goal, you know, that's that's obviously the purpose of a team sport. I do miss that. You know, there are components where I'm like, oh, dang, dang you know, like kind of miss playing. You know, I wish I could play a basketball game right now, you know, with with my old team. You know, I do miss that. But I I honestly could say that I wouldn't change anything. I'm happy that I'm in an individual sport now. You know, it's and thriving. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, it's I think it's that level of accountability. I think that's what really seals seals the deal for me. It's like I'm accountable, my coach is accountable, that's it. Let's let's get this money. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Um Yeah, no, it's uh so obviously you've had the, you know, you've had the the bus trips, the road trips whether it's been basketball, soccer, track and field in high school. Any any certain road trips in college? Like any any stories? As I see you smirking already. <laughs> oh, there's stories. Uh, what are some of the differences just between the college road trip? Obviously, you're going much further. Sometimes yeah. you know you're going for a day, two days, three days at a yeah. time. Um, talk about your first any any experience, especially in your first road trip, like big road trip in college. Uh, so my first big road trip um, in college was New York City. And that was actually the first time I ever went to New York City. I got to see Rockefeller Center all lit up with a Christmas tree right after Christmas. Uh, that I'll never forget that. That was so cool. I got to walk all around um, New York for a couple hours, like Times Square, all that. Now, do they um, give you a lot of free time? Not a lot, no. We had a couple hours to kind of freely explore. And then they took us to our hotel, um, which was uh, in it was by Ocean Breeze, the Ocean Breeze Trek Complex. Okay. Um, on Staten, it was on Staten Island, so it was a little farther. It's funny because that's where States is this year. And, oh, really? Erin um, Donnellan. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she's already the first day. Coach, I'm making States this year for indoor. Coach, Heck I'm making. Yeah. So every day at practice, whether it's. You know, giving that extra rep, like Aaron, this is where states coming. Yeah, and this that's is where, where states. It is in. that extra this is where one rep. In. Yep, it is so. that extra ten pounds at the end of a really hard workout. In fact, yeah. that's what she'll always say: "Ocean breeze, ocean, ocean breeze. breeze." I love it. So, I love so it. That's the that's the mantra this year for ocean breeze. Yeah. Um. Which, by the way, is a very cool complex. Um. I hope she does get to go. Oh, Aaron, we'll, if, we'll be looking forward to oh, going. Yeah. There. Oh yeah, Aaron. If you're listening to this, I hope you get there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it was just so cool, um, being able to be on a trip. Like that's a little mini vacation, you know, that's crazy. Now going into some of these big facilities, especially early on, was it, was it intimidating going into, Very. I mean, just, you, you know, you have your, your high school track meets, even, you know, at sectionals, it's, it's not a huge facility. Talk about that first time, just whether it was at St. John Fisher or at a, at a bigger college. Talk about just the environment, just the the atmosphere in there compared to high school. Um, so I think any college meet number one is huge. It's huge. Um, high school meets, yes, they're big, but I mean, college teams can have upwards of a hundred and fifty people on it. You know, if they have a lot of people, um, and you have a number of colleges that are going. 
um, from all different divisions too. I mean, we have D ones, D twos, D threes. I throw against any division, um, which D one, D two, D three. That's a whole different concept we could get into, which we won't, especially in individual <laughs> Listen, we'll, sports. We'll, we'll have but, you back for that one. Oh, okay, all right. That sounds great. Yeah, but but um, it's intimidating walking in. And there are three D one buses in front of the complex, and you're like, oh, okay. This is what we're walking into today. This is the school that's here today. But kind of doesn't really kill the mojo. It's just I'm going to get in that circle. I'm going to throw whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to bust my butt. <laughs> um, but traveling, you know, to get back to your question, of course, traveling traveling is awesome. Um, but it's also awesome in high school, being in that school bus, having a great victory with your team. And just celebrating the whole way home. You don't really do that in college. You don't. You know how like all the high school girls, we all yell on the bus, we all scream, oh, I all know. the songs, all that. Yeah, play the music, all that. Yeah, we. You, you don't do that as much in college. Some people will do it in like the back of the bus, but you would have that whole bus just yelling in high school, and I mi- I do miss that because that that was always so fun. I could see the college bus trips almost be like just put on the beats. Egg, precisely. Back, everybody watching sleeps. the movie, whatever, sleep, <laughs> do what you got to do. Be very, very somber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It win is or more lose. chill. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember when we did win um, this past year, our champion championship for our league, we, we were pretty hype on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> There's always those meets that. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, Linz, it's it's time to put you on that hot seat. We're gonna we're gonna All do right. the the hot seat questions. Alrighty. All right, so we've got five hot seat questions. We're gonna start right off the bat. Now you, you're telling us you're a, you're a workout warrior. All right. What's your? Uh, w- we'll start with favorite, and then we'll go to toughest. So I guess okay. a two part question here. What's your favorite exercise or drill? And then what's your toughest? Like, oh, no, not today. It's got to be this day. Like, what's your toughest? I don't want to do this one. Snatches. Snatches are. That's your toughest or favorite? No, those are the toughest. Snatches are so tough. I am such a tall individual. So getting that bar up all the way and really, like, at the end with the shoulder arm extension, that's hard for me. Yeah. And getting my legs underneath it. But when I get them, though, that's the thing is they are my least favorite. But when I get a heavy weight on them or I even just get a good rep, it's like, oh, that just makes it feel so much better. You know, or it makes you feel so much more proud, you know, and ready to keep going with that workout. Like, oh, yeah, I just got the toughest part out of the way. Let's go. You know, it's like that. Um, My favorite, I have a few. I love to clean, although they hurt. (laughs) Okay. We all know this. I was going to (laughs) say. That bar hurts, but... Um, you get used to it, I guess. So yeah, I love cleans. Um, what else? I mean, I love everything. Deadlifts are are I love deadlifts, but they are very hard. I see stars a lot of times. <laughs> My, you know, I'll, like I'll stand up, and we all kind of do it. You know, especially if you get into a into a place where you're you're heavy lifting consistently for you know a number of weeks on a specific program you can get tired by the end of that program i mean you're you're just hauling everything to get through that lift and you'll just stand up sometimes and my coach will look at us and be like oh you see stars those deadlifts were hard today (laughs) but yeah deadlifts are probably that and snatches those two are so difficult for me but they're also the most rewarding 
Um, and then cleans, cleans. Yeah, they're my favorite. And it's funny because I don't, I like, I lift heavy on them. Yes, but I don't lift like I'm not that impressive with my weight on them. I just, I, I, I don't know. They're just awesome. I think they're cool. Beautiful. Cool Nothing lift. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. All right. So good answer there. Uh, for me, I, I'll, I'll answer these two. For me, uh, bench press was always my favorite. I just, Ugh. I, I always love the bench press. Um, I always like getting on it. For me, um. It's funny as a as a as a kid as a as an athlete high school athlete, yeah. um, I didn't mind leg days. Now Love even even the days. little lift day, the the lifting that I'm doing, I look at lifting like oh oh no, oh the, <laughs> the leg days. The leg I days. love the leg days. Those are my favorite, Coach. I mean, before I used to be able to do lunges down, back. Like I could walk. Oh, I like, love lunges. I could walk like miles and do lunges. Back now, squats, my favorite. Now you get me like four or five lunges. Ooh, that knee. Ooh, that hurts. Ooh, I gotta, <laughs> I, I gotta rest. With the knee. <laughs> or I'll, I'll, I'll do like three, three demonstrations. Like, all right, you guys know the deal. Just oh my gosh, that's so keep funny. Keep so me, I actually have legs, to change. No. I have to change my previous answer. Cleans are not my favorite. We were just talking about um. What? Which one did you just say? Uh, back bench. squats. No, back squats. Back, back squats. squats are my favorite. Back squats are good. Front um, squats hard, but I I do love I I love any squat. No lunges, squats. Even now, I'm like, oof, it, it, it's making my knees hurt a little bit. Just I do got to get back it. into squats. <laughs> I do got to get back into legs, but oh. uh, so yeah, legs definitely now as an old man, not so good. All right, um, question number two. All right. Linz, you just won the lottery. You just won millions of dollars. First thing, first purchase you make. What's that? What's that first purchase? Oh my gosh. Um... (laughs) She's thinking. She's thinking. It's between a house or a car. Probably a house. All right. Now you're going all out, big mansion, big acres, somewhere. No, No, I'm not. I'm going to. I'm not going to buy small, obviously. It's, she'll be a nice little size. But with that, I also want to pay off my, all my student debt. That's I, That needs to be. Nowadays, you might have to win the lottery to pay yeah, off no, the student serious. debt. No, serious. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Crap, I might not even have enough for a house. I was going to say. <laughs> maybe a down to, payment. Maybe yeah, a down payment. Shoot. <laughs> maybe I have to rethink this, Coach. All right. So you're thinking a house. For me... Listen, I'm I'm flying a trip around the world. I'm oh, like stopping awesome. in every little city, every every country, every like just I'm I'm taking. Hey, I just won the big lot. I'm you ain't gonna see me for a year because I'm traveling here, <laughs> there, here, there. That's Obviously, traveling answer. traveling the Fisher to see see you compete. Oh, I'd love that. Um, <laughs> but uh, and you definitely got to get me that schedule, oh, whether it's indoor or outdoor, because I will be coming to uh, at least one this year. Sweet. I do want to get out there. All right, so that's uh, question number two. Uh, question number three. Uh, I know you're still in training. I know you, you know you got to eat clean, but when you get those when you get those days that oh, you yeah. can those junk food days, what's that junk food that number one? Hey, I'm I'm pigging out with chocolate. Any, any kind of chocolate, anything chocolate. I love it. <laughs> I I do love brownies. I'm a brownie girl. I was gonna say I'm a brownie person. I'm, I'm, I'm a brownie person. Yep. Ultimate like I need the I need the frosting. All of it. I love it. For me, I'm going. Uh, hmm. This is always a tough one, and I've 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 asked my I've asked this question before. And yeah. it's I, I bounce back and forth to a couple different things. Um, I'm an ice cream guy. I'm going ice cream. I, I do love ice. I'm cream. I'm going ice cream. What flavor? Um, my favorite has always been, and it, it's it's funny, mint tingling. 
I hate it. And oh, in high school, I no. would. We had we had in high school we had the place. It was um, uh, oh Jesus, it's escaping my mind. Uh, uh, Lulu's Dairy on, oh, okay. in Niagara Falls. We'd go there. You know, somebody would go in line. The line yeah. was usually long. I'd be like, dude, get me minting ling. Yeah. None of my friends would buy it. Like. Like, just give me min- here's the money. Give me mint tingling. No, I'm not saying mint tingling. No, exactly. Like, just get mint. It, just say mint. No, you're ordering it. Like, <laughs> come on. But My dad loves mint too. I love mint tingling. Uh, it is fantastic. I don't know. It's, I mean, I don't not like it, but it's just that's not what I'm reaching for. You know what I mean? I'm just chocolate. All right, chocolate, Chocolate's chocolate, good. peanut butter, caramel. All hey, of it. We, we everybody's got their own little cheat day there. Oh, oh yeah. Nowadays, I've been doing too many cheat days. I got to get off the cheat <laughs> oh, days. <God. laughs> but. All right, question. I think we're on number four. Yeah. Question number four. All right, if you could meet any uh, celebrity, any celebrity, who is it going to be? Oh, this is tough. Oh my gosh. Um, Doesn't even have to be somebody that's necessarily famous now. It could have been like ten years ago, twenty, whatever. Mm-hmm. Any, they could be super famous now. Any celebrity. Um, for me, I, I, I'm going to start it off. Um. I'm gonna say either Robert De Niro or Al Pacino. Oh, oh! I'm gonna go. I'd, I'd probably okay. say I'd probably say Al Pacino. Why is that? Those. Let me hear it. <laughs> For I what just, reason, I, Coach? Listen, I, I'm always. I mean, hey, there's a reason why I wear the fedora when I coach. Uh, I just, I, I love that genre. I love the, the, um, you know, they're always the Italian gangster movies, yeah. mob movies. Yeah. It's just the the Godfather, yeah, Goodfellas, uh, Casino. It's just, uh, and I think uh, those two gentlemen in particular, along with Joe Pesci, mm-hmm. who uh, sometimes people say that, you know, I have the short man complex like Joe Pesci does, <laughs> uh, which is why oh, I, no. I, I'm very talkative. <laughs> so maybe we'll add Joe Pesci in the mix. But um, just, you know, I, I, I love those type of movies. Yeah. Not that I'm a gangster by any means, <laughs> but I, I just love, love those type of movies. Yeah. So I'm going to say either one of those three guys. I think I'd have to say Snoop Dogg. That man can really, okay. he can just dip his hand in anything and he just makes it work. I mean, it, like, there's really not one thing he hasn't tried and made money off of it, Whether made a lot a of money off of it. Movies, music, I mean, TV just shows. Anything. He's got a game show now. What is it? Go, go big, go home, <laughs> I something even like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got it. He's you need everything. it. He's tried it. Cooking with Martha Stewart. <laughs> Cooking. <laughs> he has his own cookbook. I mean, what what has he not done? I just love it. I just coach love him of his for own it. Football team. Yes, yes. All sorts of coaches now. Snoop, I'm telling you, I he love just it. has so many different things going for him. He's a true mogul. Yeah, like a media mogul. I love yeah. it. All right, and the last one, number five. Uh, obviously, Thanksgiving's coming up this Thursday. Um, pumpkin or apple pie? Oh boy, you know it just really. <sighs> My grandmother's apple pie. It has won contests. Really? Yes. She entered it in a county contest, and hers won, number one. All right. So I think that answers that question for you. Apple pie. Apple pie is the winner. I'm picking apple pie as well, and it's funny because my wife is a huge pumpkin pie fan. I love it. I mean, I don't I, not like it. It's just you're going to put the two in front of me. I'm picking that apple. Absolutely. I mean, just give me a nice slice of apple pie, throw a little vanilla ice vanilla cream on top. ice cream and a little bit of whipped cream, call yep. it a day. And the ice cream not melted, but just a little a warm. Little. Just yeah. a little yes. melted you down the it. side. You got it. You got it. You got it. See, this is why I need to lose about 20 pounds. <laughs> but 
<laughs> no, you do not. Just get in there and lift, coach. All I'm, that weight, it'll just kind of even out. I'm lifting. You know, that's kind of what I think. That's kind of what I tell myself some days. I'm like, eh, I can have this extra piece of cake. I'm gonna lift tomorrow. And, but it's so true. Hey, I'm ask the kids. I'm lifting with them this season. So that's awesome. So we're we're getting back. That's coach awesome. is gonna get back. But. <laughs> Lindsay, thank you so much, thank so you. much for coming out. It was a ton of fun. Yes. Um, we definitely, we've got so much more to talk about, so we're definitely going to have to hit you up. I know your, your indoor season's starting now. Yeah. Uh, just started two weeks ago, last week. Uh, two weeks ago. Um, so first meets are coming up. We'll definitely have to have you on over Zoom or something to check yeah. up uh, check up during the season, How see That'd how practice awesome. is going on. See how the meets are going on, and you better get me that that meet schedule because oh, you'll have it. We're 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 coming to one. That would be awesome. So, Linz, thank you again. Thank you. Um, thanks everybody for listening to another episode. And again, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Stories from the Sidelines. Leave a comment when you listen to the episodes, and if there's any guests uh, that you want to have on, any comments, any topics that you feel like we should be talking on the show, please list them in the comments or post them on our sites. Thank you again, everyone, and we'll hear you next time from Stories from the Sidelines. (laughs) 